You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we do the podcast for you. What is up, Al Dukes? How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you doing on this Monday? Oh, I'm doing well. I got into a thing here uh, on Twitter at towards the end of the show, and, and I think I saw SNY had tweeted out about, uh, I guess Dallas Keuchel's going to sign one of these days for somebody. Yeah. But, you know, it brought up the whole Yankee beard thing. Do you think we'll get to a point where a guy that the Yankees really, really want, but who has a beard and doesn't want to shave it, were the Yankees ever fold that? I don't know. To that? you got to ask Hal Steinbrenner. Or I, I guess maybe Hal Steinbrenner's children. I can't get him on the phone. Why not? Hal Steinbrenner? Why? Did I call and say I just have a quick, uh, just a quick beard You're the producer question. of the Boomer and Geo show on WFAN where the Yankee games air. Right. You can't get Hal Steinbrenner on? Of course you can. Just to ask him that beard question? You know, I bet he I would you say. you got to put him on for a little while with Boomer and Geo. And but you can ask him that question before he goes on. And then sneaks in the beard question on the air. Or you could have them sneak the beard question. And, like, yeah. I don't know if Dallas Keuchel is a, that dominant a pitcher. But who He's do you, not anymore. Who's the best? He was. Let me ask you this, Jerry. Who's the best player bearded. in the game? Not even bearded. Well, Mike Trout. Okay. This is what I'm saying. If this ever happened. Right. So let's say Mike Trout decides to grow a beard. Right. Then Mike Trout becomes a free agent, right? He's looking at, let's say, $400 million deals. Yeah. He says, you know, I really like the Yankees. I'll go there for $200 million. Not shaving this beard. They're not taking that? He's taking. He's going for half price? Yeah. He's first going, of all, that's not happening. He's going for half price. Never happening. Uh, first of all, and so no idiots bother us on social media. We know Mike Trout has a contract until he's 50 with the Angels. And no beard. We're talking about uh, These theoretically. Are these hypotheticals. You know people. what? You know it's a big misnomer is that people think it's the Yankees and everybody right. wants to come play for them. More players use the Yankees. Is that for right? Leverage to go play somewhere else. There's this notion that I gotta go play for the Yankees. Yeah. Oh, the pinstripes. Bunch of bullshit. It's all about. Oh, excuse me. It's all about language. Who pays you the most right. money? I mean, well, we talk about this true. with the Knicks, where they're like, "Don't you think he wants to come play in the Garden?" They don't care anymore. They want to get paid. Everybody wants to get paid the most money. Have there been exceptions to the rule? Not many, but there have been some. Not many, though. Most will most will use the. What do we What do we talk about all off season? Oh, the players' association's pissed because teams aren't signing guys because the Yankees aren't interested. So if the Yankees don't make offers, the no one drives the price up. I see. People use the Yankees because they're the Yankees. They're the richest club. 
stuff like that. Drives right. you nuts. So they're being used, you feel like. They do. In a lot of cases, they do, yes. That is very true. Uh, for some reason, my stomach was bothering me this morning. Did you have to use the bathroom? I did. Oh, boy. Right. So I go, you know what? It was early enough. Like, it was like 8.30-ish before everyone started Oof, coming. I said, still a busy it is, time. It's busy. I said, let me get a quick run in, see where we're at. I run into the bathroom here on our floor. There was no toilet paper. Oh. Zero. Like, I'm, not de- I'm saying there wasn't no. even a square. That's a problem. I ran upstairs to the where the K-Rock bathrooms yeah. are, or whatever they call themselves. No toilet paper. Oh, my God. It scared my body back to not having to go. Right, so you're but good. I'm good. But multiple times I've been in the bathroom, there's people sitting in the stalls. What With what? Oh, Wiping what? No. So now do you know I'm going to have to, when I go food shopping today, bring toilet paper here to keep in my desk? Keep it in your desk. That'd be awesome when I see you go to your desk and you're walking around the halls with toilet, with toilet paper, paper in your hand. Oh, I think uh, there are people that do that here, actually. I think Evan does that. Yeah, Evan, uh, Eddie told me that. He said, yeah. if you really need to go, ask Evan. Imagine I can't uh, walk up to Evan and go, may I have some toilet paper to you wipe could. my buttocks? Where's Tom Izzo? We'd like to film that. <laughs> or I was thinking, like, do I have to run down to the, the drugstore, drug store, buy toilet paper? Nine, I don't think. Right. And come up maybe here? A, maybe eight. I mean, you know what? They might have been open at eight. I, I think mean, nine, though. We got to get it together with the toilet paper. What went on here on the weekend? The big poop festival? Was there a poop festival I was unaware of? This place is chaos on the weekend. Well, it's, it's chaos during the week but, now, too. But. but you would think there's not that many people here on the weekends. No, but there's a lot of people that come in and out. Maybe the they weekends. just forgot to... A lot of different shifts. ...put toilet paper in on Friday. Maybe the guy who normally does it on Saturday morning was like, oh, my gosh, I forgot the toilet paper. It could be. Ah, it could be. I'll Maybe he left on Friday. Listen, summer Fridays now. All right, summer Fridays. He didn't fill it up. I'll take care of that on Monday when I get in. That's funny. Yeah. But it did scare my body here's, away from the bathroom. Here's the thing about it. Nature. No one's going to complain. Right. I was thinking, like, You're who do I complain co- to Mark Chernoff about toilet paper? I thought of it. Well, you would be the one person. I would be. That would actually. Right. But I was like, he's not going to. And if the guy listens to the show, he knows you're never using the stall anyway. Right. So why would you care? So I just thought, well, let me just tweet about it and maybe <laughs> someone will see it. What? You tweeted about that? Uh, yeah. Why? Because I bothered like, what me. Is, like, what does it do for you? It gives people a peek inside what goes on here, Jerry. And Andrew Bogish said, have you found toilet paper yet? I said, I did not, Andrew. Thank you for asking, though. He works at the CBS Sports Radio Network. He was concerned. Hmm. I don't think he was concerned, actually. Oh. And then how about this? (laughs) Gina, uh, who has an old home, Jerry. Did you ever think? Yes. When you were... When you were working at K Rock, yeah, K Rock with Kane and Booker, Booker, yeah, and you were doing this rock out show, oh, and it we was were. awesome. It was good stuff. Yeah. Did you ever think if you were going to take a fast forward to your life, yeah, that you'd be almost fifty years old and complaining to thousands of people on this new medium, right, that didn't exist back then, that you would be complaining about the lack of toilet yeah. paper in a bathroom? Like I've decided that sixty thousand people need to know this. <laughs> <laughs> but a 25-year-old Al Dukes, no way would you have thought that. Never would have thought that. That at 50, you'd be doing that. All right, I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness, 50. You're 50. Yeah, so Gina has an old home. It's in, built in the 1920s. They don't use toilet paper. They, it was just before <laughs> toilet paper was invented. So she recently put new uh, insulation in her attic, so she was taking out the old insulation, which turned out back back in the day, 
when they did this, they used old movie posters. Right. Yeah, you told me that. As insulation. So we found, I have about 20-something movie posters from a movie theater in Belmar. In really good shape, right? In good shape. And a movie theater in uh, Manasquan. Uh, both movie posters, they must have put in insulation in the 1940s because the movie posters are from 1940 and 41. Wow. You know, I tried to see if they're worth anything. They're not. No. You're not what? lucky enough for that to be no. worth anything. What is... Well, how come nothing I ever find is worth anything? <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought you would be able to get something for that. Right. If they're in really good shape. No. They're not in really good shape. No, I mean, some of them are. Some of them are not. Well, why did you go to Pawn Stars? That's what everyone kept saying. How do I get there? You got to go to Vegas. Or the one in... I like the one in Detroit. Yeah, but Detroit sucks. Vegas is awesome. The Ve- You watch the Vegas one? Yeah, but I'm just saying going to Vegas is a lot more fun than oh, Detroit. If you're going to make the trip, right. go somewhere Great nice. Point. Why are you going to Detroit? And then I fell for somebody's joke on Twitter. A guy was doing. A guy used the line that the guy on on the Vegas one right. uses. A guy wrote to me said, "Hey Al, I don't really know much about this, but I do have a friend right. <laughs> who's into vintage movie posters." So I wrote it back. I go, "Oh, oh. no, you didn't." <laughs> I said, "Oh, have him contact me." <laughs> and how how quick before people realized. That you fell for it. Yes. Yeah. The guy wrote, oh, I was just doing a line. <laughs> I said, oh, damn it. I fell right for it. There's got to be some market for that. Yeah. And then she also found in there, there was a poster for the train to take the local train into New York City. 17 cents each way. <laughs> it was round trip $1.25. God darn. From down the Jersey Shore. Yeah. All right. I can see that. Cool stuff. Yeah, that is cool you stuff. You never know what's in the walls of old homes. Uh, you do not. That is very true. I know when Treasure, we, I was hoping. we moved out of the other house we were in, uh, when we first moved in, there was like a crawl space. Yeah. I'm not sure whose room this was in the house, but we found all prescription meds and really empty prescription med bottles that were being hidden. And uh, they were not the name of the people we bought the house from. Really? Yeah. We thought that was kind of crazy. Could you tell what year they were? I don't remember at this point. I mean, this was 2005. This is got it. We're going back to 2004 now. Yeah. So I don't remember, but I do remember collecting them and throwing them out. Yeah, you never know what you're going to find in an attic of, like, a really old home. Yeah. Or if you have to replace drywall. You don't know. Because sometimes people put things behind the drywall as hoping you find it one day. Oh, sure. Like uh, how you would, in the old days, they would put a, a note in a bottle and send it into a the ocean. A treat for you. Yeah. I'm going to put some diamonds for the next owner. That doesn't happen. That does not happen. Uh-uh. I'm going to put a... Of course, home- I think it was cubic zirconium. I throw it out probably. <laughs> Moron. I was hoping, like, someone would put an Honus Wagner car. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> Tobacco card Give me in the wall. Mickey Mantle rookie card in yeah. great shape. It's worth, you know, $800,000. Yes. That would be cool. How do you put a um, a note in a bottle? If you were to put it into the ocean. You cork it. Right, but if you put it in the ocean, doesn't it throw Come right, right back <laughs> at you. <laughs> I guess so. Right I back? guess when the currents change, there's times when it will pull out. But yes, if you go there when the kids are frolicking. Yeah. It's just going to keep spitting right back at you. <laughs> hey, look, I found a bottle. No, you moron, it's your bottle. Well, it I is... wonder how old it is. You just threw it in the water. Well, what, what was the thing that we that you talked about that came from China or something? The the the, the oh, Elmo phones no, they or were, something? They were, they were a bunch of Garfield telephones from the 1980s. Think got about washed that. up on shore. How does that happen? They oh, got did dumped. you see the guy that punched the shark in the nose as no. the shark was attacking his daughter? I did not. Yeah, pretty Where crazy. was this at? Oh, I don't know. I didn't read it. I just saw the headline. So I, I pulled on. an owl. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, hero dad punches shark in nose that it's about to attack his daughter. Wow. That's crazy stuff right there. Yeah. That ocean, man. Got to be careful with the ocean. Yeah. There was a video going around, Jerry, of uh, David Lee Roth of uh, Van Halen fame and solo work and a guy I worked with at one point for a brief time in Failed radio. radio star. Well. Well, what? He was he tried that. 10 minutes. He got fired. A couple months. So he's filming stuff for, I'm not sure what now, some sort of reality sh- online show. Whatever. He's got a camera oh, crew with him. it's an online show. I don't know what it is. Right. It's videos that he's doing online. Yeah. So he's... Uh, Going to the bike lanes and telling people off. No. That would be an interesting show. That I would watch. Right. This, uh, he was at some, he was someplace for an EDM electronic dance music festival that he was attending. Okay. And he's in the hallway of this hotel going to his hotel room and he hears Van Halen blasting. So he thinks, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to knock on the door, surprise these dudes, Van Halen. Right. So he knocked, it was a bachelor party. He knocks on the door. He goes, hey, I hear you guys playing Van Halen music. They're like, yeah, sorry, is it too loud? No idea who David Lee Roth is. Wow. Even when he said, I am Van Halen, they didn't get it. Really? They thought he was a older neighbor saying, you're blasting your music. Right. And he was trying to tell them, I love loud music. I love the smell of weed. I love cursing. There's nothing you can do that's going to offend me. Right. He wanted to He wanted, he wanted to, to go meet. party as Van Halen. He wanted to be recognized. That's funny. He's your syndrome. Yeah, let me see where this is at. I, I think it was uh, in Las Vegas. How would you yeah. not? If you know Van Halen's music, though, right. how would you not know him? David Lee Roth in, uh, in Las Vegas bachelor party. Hmm. Quote, we heard some Van Halen here, and my name is David Lee Roth, and I'm right across the hallway. The fellas here were coming down the hallway, and they said, blank, we heard some Van Halen. And I said, well, oh, there's nothing but curses here, Jerry. Uh, so no one knew who he was. He was there for the Electric Daisy Carnival. <laughs> and then he goes, they got, David Lee Roth goes, they got a big kick out of that. No, they didn't know who he was. Right. There was no kick out of anything. I would get a kick out of I it. I guess David Lee Roth just looked old to them. He just looked older, to like an older... He, by the way, dressed in a lovely suit, Jerry. Look at that. And I don't know if you're in the market for a brand new home. I'm not. But the Sopranos house in New Jersey is on the market. It's... Uh, they weren't really in there, though. That it's in... Like no, the Brady house. Just, it, just the facade. Yeah. It's in North Caldwell, New Jersey. It's starting price at three point four million. Hmm. It was Tony Soprano's home in Sopranos. One point right. five acres, four bedrooms, two garages, detet- detached guest house, detachable penis, detachable guest house. Young missile. Who sung that song? Uh, missile King, missile. King missile. King <laughs> missile. Missilehead. Young know. missile. I forget. So you're going to buy the house or no? I'm not. That's over my price range. But I'm in. I mean, the, you're in the market. I'm in the market. Why don't you not be so cheap? Go buy um, the uh, Sopranos house. I could probably rent it out to some hardcore yeah, Soprano you fans. Sure could. And then you commute from North Caldwell. Caldwell. Yeah. How would that be? No idea where that is. Yeah, me neither. I don't know. Oh, just as crummy as this one is. Thirty percent down. <laughs> Million dollars cash up front. I don't have thirty percent down. Oh, well, I think you do. You think I have a million dollars? Liquid? No. Could you get it? Yes. No, I could not get a million dollars. Sell some shares like, of that beach house of yours. 401k. <laughs> yes, Jerry, I'm talking about your 401k. I do have more postcards, but I also want to read you a thing on Twitter I got from a young man who's a fan. Okay. 
And at first I wanted to, my first instinct, Jerry, was to yell at this guy. Okay. Call him a fool. Tell him I do what, you and I do what we want to do. But then I thought a little more about it. Here's what he says. Huge fan of you and Jerry on the Alan Jerry podcast. I understand why you love the postcard segment, but the listener doesn't care where your fans are and what they are doing. LOL. It's boring content and brings the pod to a screeching halt. Just something to think about. Hashtag see ya. Then he wrote, kind of like going to a Bruce concert, and he starts talking politics for five minutes. I'm here to hear the hits. Same with the podcast. I'm here to learn about well, your, your guys' lives and the stories, not how Barbara from Paramus' vacation is going. <laughs> I do think, though, mm-hmm. we usually do it at the end. Right, I started to mix it up a little bit because in the oh. beginning I was doing it in the very beginning. I was like, if people don't like this, they're going to shut off the Yeah, podcast. I wouldn't do that either. I think at the end, though, I don't see an issue with it. And they're quick, so I decided I was to do them quicker. Okay. I don't have to read the... There's no need to read the whole postcard. So you're taking his advice? Partially, only because I had thought about it prior to his okay. his thing. And this is the new me, Jerry. I'm taking, I'm taking criticism and thinking about it. What, did you go to a retreat this weekend or something? <laughs> I went to see, um, who oh were some of these guys? What are they called? Who? I'm trying to think of who the... The Impractical Jokers? No, no, no. I was trying to think of the guys who, like, want you to be accepting of things. I have no idea. The gurus. The go. Oh, is that where you went? The gurus. Where, where'd your girlfriend have you this weekend? Um, Massages we, on rocks or something? <laughs> we didn't do anything crazy this weekend. Oh, no, okay. hold on, Jerry. I've lost my postcard. Got it. This one postcard, uh, Jerry, I got from uh, Chris... He is in Mumbai, India. Mumbai. He's there for business and pleasure. He says, I'm guessing you'll get this by Labor Day. No, got it already. I got it really quickly. Boy, India. He God, says, I've never uh, seen India in my life. He says, Al, you'd love it here. Everything is orderly as a New York deli. Oh, people are very nice. Jerry, you're the best. Oh, that's nice, Chris. Except when you're yelling on remote. I don't know what that means. People say, see, here's the thing. You don't yell Th- on this remote. This is not my fault. So people say a lot of times when we start at 545 yeah. that I come screaming through the microphone, through the radio. When we're on location doing a broadcast. I start it the same way every day. The difference is Eddie handles my volume properly. Right. On remote, there's a, a, a new engineer. That- on remote, it's not quite the same. I just, I'm trying to have energy. I'm trying to get the day rolling. That's just what I do. When we are on remote, we are the guinea pigs for the show because for the first 12 minutes, they figure out while we're on the air, which is the proper sound. I know what level to put the microphones at. It's true though. I had a lot of people. It really was interesting yesterday. We were in, um, my, my little guys team, the nine, U team, they play. I didn't go to that game because Matthew's team had a, uh, had a double, a split double header. We played our first game in Belmar again, same okay. field as last week. And then we went from Belmar to brick. And in both locations, it was weird how many people said hello to me. I took a few pictures, actually. Is that right? And I had more than, well, more. I had three people specifically said they really wish they would put us on a 530. Is that right? Yeah. I would wish that, too. I said, well, there's issues with that, but would I, I, would, I would do 530. But Pizzade more, Jerry? I do not. Well, we'd have to get paid, yeah. Oh, in like addition. start. Right. For that extra 15 minutes. That's free. What we give, listen, 
These other hosts all make a lot of money. Jerry and I do 12 to 13 minutes for free every day. We That part is free. That part is a bonus. Yes. I could easily be sitting at my desk eating oatmeal, but I come into the studio. I know one day we should Jerry say, does. no more warm-up unless we get paid. And they'll <laughs> say, all right, no more warm-up. <laughs> Start the show at 6. JJ and Tony are on till 6. All right. Yeah, that that would not work. No. We could but 5.30 to 6 would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, this uh, comes to us from another Chris. Uh, he sent a uh, postcard from Rye Playland. He says, Rye I'm. Play, it's like five minutes away. He's only 16 years old. Oh, oh, that's cool then. And he and his dad listen every day. His dad introduced introduced him to the show. My man, that's great. It makes their ride more enjoyable. That is awesome. Now, to the man who criticized me, was that so hard? Look how I just read how quickly that went. Right, and we got to talk about expanding the show. And finally, uh, John from New York sent a postcard in from uh, Italy. He's well, in Italy. you'll be in about uh, four weeks. Yes. He suggests that you tip one euro per person for dinner. Don't over tip like we do here in America. I don't know what a euro is. How much is a euro? I'm not sure. You're going there. I'm sure it's like a dollar. I don't. Okay. And ask for the free Wi-Fi at restaurants instead of having to do a data plan. That's smart. Oh, for when you go to Italy? Yeah. Oh. And for anyone going to Italy. I'm not going to Italy. This is. Uh, so this... That, that really doesn't help me. Great uh, advice, but not for me. Venice and Milan, this fellow went well, to. Well, it's nice. I'd like, to go to, I'd like to go to Capri. Capri? That looks like an oceanside area. In yeah. It looks awesome. I'm probably never going to go there, but that seems nice. There's an area I'll be going to, the Cinque Terre. And that is uh, an area with a w- ocean or water. That what I'm was gonna, that again? The Cinque Terre. Oh, boy. <laughs> what has happened to you? I want old Al back. <laughs> I was offered a free trip to Italy this summer, too. And you didn't take it? No, I passed. You said you're an American. You vacation in America. Um, I mean, I can't really say that. I just went to the Bahamas. Oh, that feels like America. It, I, we had this conversation at the party yeah. Saturday night that the Bahamas, because what happened to the woman in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, I'm not that going story, there. That came up. And so we were talking about Bermuda, the Bahamas, or places right. that you know feel like you're in America right. still. So... Most of these places seem the same to me. Why would you go to the Dominican Republic, which seems dangerous? I, guess, I mean, I went there two years ago. We had you a, did? I mean, we had a great time. Yeah, Punta Cana. My goodness, I'm glad you made it back. Went to the Hard Rock. I mean, I had a great, oh, great yeah, time. Oh, yeah, the Punta, Punta Cana? Yeah, Punta it, was, Cana? it was amazing. It really was. It was a blast. The beach was great. It was fun. I mean, listen, look at it this way. How many people do you think, how many tourists from America do you think go to the Dominican Republic every year? Many of them. But give me a number. A million people. Maybe. So this is one incident in the last five years. I mean, it's rare to happen, but the fact that it happens is enough. Now, I was reading an article. Now they're questioning a lot. Oh, like it was might be someone she knew. I don't know. I'm not going to speculate. I just what I was just reading the authority. Now it's the Dominican Republic oh, authorities, see. right? So there's probably two schools of thought here. A, they're covering up. For their own. Right. Or B, these people were looking for a cash payday. Right. But boy, oh boy, she took a beating. I, I can't believe that. Yeah. So there's a there's a lot happening right now. All right. So and that's a all, nice resort. All the facts are not out yet. No. One we almost went to this year, actually. Really? That was on my list. I had a list of like four or five places that we were going to go to. And that was on the list. That was one of them. That specific resort was on the okay. list. So. Well, I'm glad you... Uh, didn't go there, Jerry, and you're we safe. We did not go there. And you're safe here with us. So, all right, I got to get out of right, here. All right, Jerry, warm-up program is next. Yep. Good morning, campers. 
It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Right, what do you say we start a brand new week? And I have a message for you, Al Dukes. Eric from Brick says hello. Eric from Breakfast Big is fan Jerry. of yours. Yes, I met him yesterday. He says hi and hopes you have a wonderful week. Oh, oh, hi, Jerry, and hi, Eric in Brick, New Jersey. There you go. What you got? Oh, um, so I see that Clint Frazier had a bit of a rough game last no, evening no, 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 no. for the Yankees. Horrendous game. Out in right field. Yeah. Diving for balls. Uh, <laughs> he did dive for balls. He yes. dove for one ball. Yeah, one in a ball, bad spot, yes. One, and didn't get it. One ball went past him. Another ball went past him. How about the one that fell just to his left, and he kept running forward, and yeah. the ball went the other way? Had a rough day out yeah. there. And then didn't talk to the media. Did not talk to the media. What are we doing? You got to face the music. I agree. I just said, listen, there's 162 games a year. This is a bad one. I had a bad one. We'll had move a bad on. one. We'll get better. We already beat the Red Sox twice. We lost this one. Right. Less than gravy. Right. You won the first two. You were good. I agree with you. And CC wasn't bad. You had a chance to win. You didn't. Move on. And I'm seeing in all the all the chatter, Jerry, saying, oh, now the Clint Frazier is going to get traded. Now you can't trade him. You're lollygagging it out in the outfield, dropping balls. Well, you're not going to trade him today. Not today. But by the deadline, he's a prime candidate. And has been. He does hit home runs, though. He does. He does. He can. He's what he is. He's got a unique look, too, Jerry. Not a lot of redheads. Justin Turner. Mm. Right, not a lot. (laughs) There's not a lot. Handful of them. (laughs) But Justin Turner. I'd love to see those two team together in Los Angeles. There you go. He could be on the Dodgers. That'd be fine. The Big Red Brothers or something like that. Well, you got the Big Red Machine. Big Red Machine. Now you could... Name something else in the two. What do we call it? The two thousand teens. These are the two thousand teens. Exactly. Good. That's what everyone's calling it. Uh, Mets fans. <laughs> no one's calling it that. Very angry with Tom Brady. Why? Who has put in a trademark for Tom Terrific? Oh, is that true? Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Yes, he's trying it's to available. Right. Hey, I would have been like, hey. Tom Seaver and the Mets, he had 50 years right. to... What are you doing? What are we doing? And, by, and you know, it's not like there haven't been similar nicknames right. for guys in different cities. I mean, it happens. That's okay. But I could see a Met fan being angry. An older Met fan more so than a younger Met fan. A younger Met fan doesn't care. Right. Younger Met fan does not, not care. Old, bitter, angry Met fan who's been a Met fan for 50 years. I'm Boomer Esiason. Ticked <laughs> off. Oh, Boomer's going to be ticked. I'm sure Boomer will be not happy. Guys that want... Tom Seaver statues at City Field do not want Tom Brady T-shirts that say Tom Terrific. Is that on what them. he's? Is that what he's trademarking? Yeah, for T-shirts, posters. I like how they said posters. Who buys posters? I, evidently, kids are still putting up. I posters. thought they buy fatheads or fatheads. Yeah, okay, that makes more sense. Although, used, if you go to Models, they still have a poster section. They do the boards, flip them, and you still look at them. Remember I, I used love, to go to the sports store in the mall and yes, do that. Flip through. Yeah. You had the Sports Illustrated posters, which were always cool. With the girls? The, the um, bikini models? Well, like even the players, too. You could have like a Don Mattingly Sports Illustrated post. It was very classy. Mm. And then they have the other ones where it'd be like Don Mattingly in a pinstripe suit with a with um like a, a, a weapon. Like, like Men in Black? No, no. he Like a gangster. So it was the pinstripes. You know how like gangsters wear pinstripes? I don't think I've ever saw these. Oh, yeah. I, all I'm thinking of is Will Smith, Men in Black. There's no. a poster of him with the gun. No, they did this series of posters in mm. like the 80s and, and that's 90s. And you had on your wall? Yeah. I had Alyssa Milano on my wall. Well. You had men in I had, suits. Wow, that I had men weird. in tights. I had wrestlers on my wall. <laughs> like legitimately. My wall had I, wrestlers. I had Elizabeth on my wall. And you had Ric Flair <laughs> and his tight little shorts. Yeah. I had muscular men in their tight uh, thong underwear. Well, not thongs. Why don't you just keep talking, Al? <laughs> 
I did have Paulina Portskova. Oh, uh, SI, uh, SI couple yeah. I remember her. Because she married uh, Rick Ocasek from the Cars, and he was ugly. So I thought, well. <laughs> oh, what, what? <laughs> she beats me. Maybe, maybe she'll <laughs> fall in love with a seventh grader. That <laughs> was when you had hair. When I had a thick head of hair, Jerry. Yeah. And then uh, over the weekend, Twitter was a buzz over this. I didn't look at Twitter once this oh, weekend. It, it was, was so freeing. It was a buzz. Well, then you missed the, a lot of fat guys were very proud that some fat dude won a boxing match. Andy Ruiz Jr. upset cool. a man in shape, Anthony Joshua. Oh, that was the big fight at the Garden, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know where it was. I think it was, I think it was at the Garden. Yeah. And... People were a buzz about it because Great. a man out of shape, completely out of shape. Yeah, but boxing's about is it heavyweight? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not I, sure. Yeah, I think so. Heavyweights. Well, power. It's all about power. It was about power. And taking a punch. And then after the win, the guy showed up for his press conference in a Knicks jersey. Thank you. Well, let me ask you this. The so fans are excited. You get into don't take offense to this. <laughs> you get into a fight with Eddie. Yeah. Who's, who's winning? Eddie will beat me up. Okay. Well, there you go. We just took it down a notch from the heavyweight division to two common men. But this Anthony He's knock you out. This Anthony Joshua is muscular. Right, you're in shape. Eddie's not, and Eddie would knock you out. But and they, Eddie, I think, could take a punch. They appeared to be the same size. These guys, just one guy, had you zero. Guys are the same size, the same zero, height, zero definition. Right. That's okay. It's boxing. And just a barrage of punches. But boxing. you know, every fat guy came out was like. This is for the fat guys. <laughs> I suppose This so. is why we don't eat properly, because no, we can not. still beat you because up. Because you have no willpower. Well, and police, Jerry. Police? Police. Yeah. The LAPD met with the Dodgers. Over. To tell them that they shouldn't show off their bling on social media, because then the thieves know when they're on a road trip. They break into their homes. Well, this is what's happened many yeah, times, right? Been happening many times. So, what the cops met with them well, to Yossiel say? Well, Puig had his home broken into twice, didn't he? I think. Yeah, saying don't show it off. Now he's in Cincinnati. You think he still has a home in L.A. with yes. all the stuff there? Oh, for sure. They well, probably be no- that house like left and right. No, probably criminals living in there right now. Man, instead of just it's robbing, kind of like them. real estate. If you were a real estate agent, yeah, why would you sell a two hundred thousand dollar house? Why not just go sell million dollar homes? Exactly. Right. So if yes. you're a thief. Go steal from rich people. Go as steal from, from rich people. people, which I guess they do, but they go after everybody. The same way you think about uh, real estate agents, yeah. why not sell million dollar homes? Uh, I think the same way of like waiters and waitresses. Go work right. at an expensive steakhouse. Why would you go work at the diner? Be, I'll tell, well, you're right, except I would think Smaller the diner bills. turns people over more and you have more tables. Oh, I see. So you, you do make a lot of money, I would think. But you're doing a lot more work. You are. And usually, I, I don't know this because I've never been a waiter or a waitress. But at the more expensive restaurants, yeah. I think, don't they have more help? Yeah. To where you're splitting the tips up splitting a little more tips. evenly? At the diner, you might keep all your money. Yeah, why do we tip the same amount whether someone busts their butt to bring me a $5 eggs or a $45 steak? We give you, them... You, you don't. It's a percentage. You don't tip the same amount. That's what I'm saying. Why? They're doing the same work. You're walking me over Because it's based the on... Dish. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but it's based on the bill. I don't know. Yeah. Did you ever watch the show? God darn it. Hmm. I can't think of the name of it. Where he breaks out all the myths of life. You know the show I'm talking about? It's on like... Um, True TV? Yeah. Adam ruins Adam everything. Ruins you ever watch that? I have seen that. We should get him on that. Adam? Why do we tip the same oh, yeah. for different restaurants? Because he breaks the myth of marriage. The myth of everything. The myth of marriage. Yeah, why you, I mean, just of all sorts of things. I see. All yes. he's 
different topic every yeah, week. Valentine's Day, what a sham it is. Yes. All this stuff. He should do tipping. Tipping. Why are we tipping? Yeah. So you've never seen it or not? Yeah. I have seen one episode. One episode. A guy that sits around and watches TV all day long. You've every seen time one I, episode? Every time I turn on that true TV, it's a, it's a impractical joker. I know they're great, though. It is pretty good. There's certain channels that oh, they run the only one show. True TV runs nothing but impractical jokers. Very popular. HGTV. Well, it's not true. The Carbonaro effect is on True TV a lot. I barely see that. How do you not see HGTV, so every time I turn it on, it's Chip and Joanna Gaines fixing a house in Waco. Like, we've got 9,000 other shows. Let's go. I thought that show is not on HGTV. I thought oh, that was on... Um, no, it's HGTV. Like, Property Brothers is on HGTV. Yeah. It is? Yep. Oh, hmm. Jerry, it's their main weekend programming. Well, you would know. Why wouldn't the guys on the Dodgers get one of those video doorbells? To see when people are coming to their house they probably, to rob them. They, they probably do, Al. They Let me also ask you have this. security cameras Maybe. all over. Why can you pull the ring doorbell right off? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have Like, one. why wouldn't a thief just walk up to it? I don't know, but I did just. Oh, I, I guess you would be on the video anyway. I did anyway. just install a camera above the uh, the gutter. Is that right? So you're not going to be able to spray foam on it. That's like that my concern. Yeah. You put the camera out there. All you got to do is kind of sneak up from the side. Right, with a mask. It. At least this way, it's probably 15 feet in the air now. Right. Now I'm you would need a ladder. It. You can watch my house on my phone. Now you'd need a ladder Very and spray cool. phone. Yes. That would be, and that would look a little crazy, don't you think? Yeah. yeah. I've got cameras hooked up. I, I would love cameras. You live in an apartment building. Yeah, exactly. So a super, Jerry, that's a superintendent. Oh, well, that's different. As I don't a key. Know, that's fine. So I you got, were talking about someone just breaking into your house. I've got a camera aimed in my home. Right. You once had a fly that buzzed across <laughs> your room. You thought your, your apartment was taken over by aliens. What was a ghost? It was not a ghost. It set was a off, mosquito. A ghost set off my Did camera. Did you not discover that it was a mosquito? We don't you know. Do? Yes, you do. We you don't do. know what yes, it was, you Jerry. You do know. You do, because you slowed it down, and you I've, saw what it was. I've sent it to the authorities. No, They're looking shut at up. it. We have to take a break. Good <laughs> Lord. Examining it. We'll sort this out in a moment, and then Boomer and Gio will meet us next on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, we got a couple more minutes. Uh, Warriors beat the Raptors last night, 109-104. So the NBA Finals even at 1-1. One and one. Sunday night baseball, Red Sox over the Yankees, 8-5. And the Diamondbacks beat the Mets, 7-1. Go. Jerry, I love any sort of media news. I saw, any sort of media yeah, news? Yeah, well, like... If I give you a news on no, CNN, no. you don't care. No, you're, you're right. right. Sports media news. Oh, okay. That's I like. Fine. I follow ratings. Well, what do we got? Nelson Figueroa. Oh, yeah. Fired from so SNY. what do we think? Did he show up to work drunk? So, the way they said that he was fired because he showed up to work in a state unfit to work. Right. That's why I'm asking. So, immediately, was, you would think that. was my that. first thought, yes. But upon reading, I believe I was reading the Bob Raceman thing. I read uh, that. Thing. He was angry more It so. made it seem like he'd been passed over for so many jobs over there that he was so angry and argumentative, I guess, right. off the air, that they didn't want to put an angry guy on the air. Well, the Todd, That's what it I think like. the Todd Zeal one, according to the Raceman yeah. article, was like the last straw. He's like, Todd Zeal? Right. Who's this guy? Then he's getting passed up for Jim Duquette things. Right. All right. I'd what love to do? get to the bottom of this. So long, Nelson Figueroa. You've been fun. How do they where's say? Bobby they, Ojeda? Good night, funny man. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, where's Bobby Ojeda? Maybe they could do a podcast together. <laughs> just be scream about SNY. Two fired SNYers. Yeah, just <laughs> super your name. angry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the Packers head coach Matt Lefleur. Well, what's his name? Matt Lefleur. <laughs> right. He's French. He <laughs> tore his Achilles playing basketball. He did. That now, will sucks. he miss the season, or is he still going to be able to coach? He'll Jerry? be fine. Oh. He'll be fine. I tore my Achilles once. He'll be all right. 
It'll happens. be limping though on the sidelines. He's gonna be limping for a few weeks. I can tell you that. Because some of those, it hurts. Uh, some of those coaches, they run up and down that sideline. Very it's animated. June. The season animated. Very, what? <laughs> what did you just say? A twin Achilles. Yeah, but the this season doesn't start until September. Yeah. He'll be fine. He's not going to be fine in the September. Season, hey, listen, if this We're getting you ready week, for next week's Yankees-Mets Subway Series.